0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash million, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. listeners, and welcome to another edition of the Heal the Sick podcast. Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N, your ministry provocateur, iconoclast firebrand, and the resident heretic here at Dominion Fire. Thanks for joining us today, and uh, every week on the show, you know we bring you amazing people from all around the world doing all kind of cool stuff in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We love it. Our guest today is no exception. He is joining us today from Edmonton, Alberta, in Canada, the great white north, where it's like it's summer, but it's like in the 70s. I'm not sure how that works, but it does. Evangelist and revivalist from Awaken the Nations, Ty Copel. Ty, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored to be here with you guys today. And did I pronounce your name right? <laughs> you you did. You did a really yes. good job. Yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. cool, man. Well, let's get right into it. Let's talk some healing testimonies, because I know you got them. Let's, uh, what, what would you like to share with us today? Yeah. So... um
1: I love this one. It was pretty really recent. It just, it kind of just happened uh, uh, not that long ago here. And uh, we we're doing some outreach at um, uh at one of the malls, and there's a big transit station at this mall. And uh, so myself and uh, my team members, there's there's four of us walking uh, up the transit towards the transit station. This guy was walking towards us, who you know you could kind of see him coming, and you knew he was the guy was intoxicated, and uh, he was stumbling and everything. And so we kind of went by us and I and I turned around and I looked and the guy had a big bottle of rum in his back pocket. And so I go, Hey man, stop. I got something better for you than that rum in your back pocket. So he stops and he turns around and comes over and he goes, he goes, You got something better for me? I go, Yeah bro, I got the most amazing thing you've ever had in your entire life. It's the best high. Like you've never had anything close to it. It it can mess you up for, you know, days, weeks, months, years. It's amazing. He goes, how much do you want? And he had, he got a big pile of cash in his pocket. I <laughs> go, no, no, it's free. It's free. And uh, he goes, what, what is it? And I go, it's Jesus. And let me tell you, friends, this dude lit me up. He went up one side of me and down the other, cussing me out and the whole thing. And the guy, he, he he's like, I've heard of that Jesus before. I don't want anything to do with him. And the guy, he, he ran, he practically ran away. And so I looked at my friends. I go, we're going to run into him again. So we were in the channel station now and, uh you know, we talked to a few other people and, and, uh, and prayed and stuff. And who comes down the hall? Here he comes. This time he's happy drunk. He's like, Hey brother, I'm so sorry that I swore at you and you know, will you forgive me. And I <laughs> was like, yes, we forgive you. And, and, uh and so he just began to share with us. And um he and told us his wife had just left him and um all this kind of stuff. And, and so, you know, I don't know all the validity of everything that he shared, but, um, you know, we do know that at one point in time in his life, he did give his, he, he gave his life to Jesus and, uh, and like obviously had made some wrong choices somewhere along the way. And so we just begin to ask him, it's like, well, have you ever met the Holy Spirit? And, uh. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, he'd make a really long story again, and he'd keep go over his whole life <laughs> again. And so, you know, we pressed him two or three times. Do you really know the Holy Spirit? And he said, like, well, yeah, they, they flicked water on me and, and did this thing. And I, yeah, I got baptized. I'm like, no, 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 no. Do you know the Holy Spirit? So he's like, well, uh, I guess not. So he goes, how do I know him? So it was awesome. So we just, we just told it's like, you know, it was like when you accepted Jesus is into your heart, just ask him to come into your heart, come fill you up. He wants to come fill you up. He wants to, you know, break that addiction off of your life and, and, uh, and set you free. And he, and he looks at us, he goes, is that all? You, that's all I have to do? He said, yeah, just ask him to come fill you up. And he's staring at us. He goes, well, I'm going to be a gentleman about this. He takes off his glasses. Now, if I can just be real for a minute man, of great face and power here. I thought he was going to hit us. <laughs> he didn't, right? Got that look <laughs> on his face, and I'm like, oh, no. Like, no, 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 he didn't. So he put he takes his glasses off. He puts his glasses on the on the ground, takes the rum out of his back pocket, and, like, a, he had a big 2-6 in his, in his back pocket. And I do these in the transit center. There's, like, literally people getting off buses, getting off the the train, like, and the guy drops to his knees and he goes, Holy Spirit, I need you. Come fill me up right now and like screaming at the top of his lungs for God to come fill him up in this place. And he begins crying and like he's crying to God and there's people and like security guards looking at him and like it's crazy. So he, he asked God to come fill him up and uh so we asked him to you know, he rededicated his life to the Lord and um it was just it was absolutely amazing. This guy just got rocked by the power and the love of God, you know, in a transit station, in a you know completely drunken state. You know, did, did he become sober? No, he didn't. But we believe that you know there was an encounter, something happened, and his life was going to be radically transformed from that point forward. So, yeah, it was it was awesome. It's like a highlight of my life.
0: It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So, all right. So, what else you have? Let's uh, let's keep keep coming, man. Yeah. So, um, you know, a few, this, this one's a few years back, but again,
1: I, I love it. It's awesome. Um, right after, right before my daughter was born, I think. So, you know, like almost 2011, um, I've just been in Africa. and I came back to Canada and there's just some, you know, just, just things happening in my life and, um, they weren't horrible, but they weren't good either. So it just wasn't a good time. And, uh, I'm out walking my little dog, you know, little, little 20 pound dog and um and you know we're out walking and uh my my neighborhood at that time was was brand new was being built so there's lots of construction and stuff everywhere and um we we walk rock around the corner and pass this car like a really nice like BMW like 750i you know just decked right out and uh i look and there's just three three teenagers in there three guys and they're smoking dope and, uh, you know, it looked like a rap video, to be honest. Like there's just like smoke pouring out of the windows. <laughs> and, uh, my, at first when I walked by, my heart was, or my, my heart was hard. And I was like, you know, my thought was just like, come on guys, like go somewhere else and do this. Like we don't need this in our neighborhood. Like this really just hard. And, uh, I got to the corner and my heart softened and I go, okay, God, I'm sorry for my bad attitude, but if I come back and these guys are still in the car smoking dope. I'm going to preach the gospel to them because the dog had to do his business. So there was no stopping right, right, right. at that point in time. He had to go. <laughs> Priorities. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. dog had to go. So we go. And um so it goes, you know, does his business come back. So who's there smoking the bandits? And uh, so I tie the dog up to the, to the mailbox. I tie him up to the mailbox and I go up to the car window and I go tap, tap, tap on the window. And uh, these guys roll down the window. And I mean, like, you just smoke billowing out of the car, like, it's just crazy. And, uh, I'm like, hey guys, how's it going? And, uh, <laughs> you know, they kind of, are all looking at me, well, you know, pretty good. And, uh, and I was like, so you, uh, you're smoking a little dope here, hey? And uh, so
0: it's like, a great way yeah. to open a conversation, isn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. So I just didn't smoke to a little dope, bar, you? Yeah.
1: yeah, like I didn't know what else to say. It was one of those moments where, like, ah, uh, you know, what do I say here? It's pretty obvious what's going on. So, yeah, like, yeah, is that okay? I go, well, yeah, so you yeah, know, well, that's okay. You're allowed to, you know, make a choice. You're, a, you know, a free human being. You can, <laughs> you can do what you want. But I said, you know, I know something that's way better for you than that dope. No, and uh, the guy goes, really? I go, yeah. And so he's, again, you know, thinks I'm selling something. going to give him a pill or, you know, something or whatever. And and I'm like, you know, this guy named Jesus, the best thing could ever happen to your entire life. And uh, the one guy, he actually started mocking me. And as I was telling him the gospel message, he was mocking me. And, um, you know, the drugs had already kicked in. And so they were, you know, on a magic carpet ride somewhere. But uh, so I said to them, "Hey, do any of you guys have, you know, pain in your body?" And uh, the one, the one guy in the front seat that was mocking me goes, "Yeah, he does." The guy in the back seat uses that rugby and he messes knee up, and you know they're they're using all kinds of different language and things that you know we should, we shouldn't say. And yeah, he messes me up. He, his dad, his knee is hurt. I go, "Is that true, man?" And he goes, "Yeah, he's like my knee. You know, my knee hurts, and I messed up in rugby." And I said, "Awesome." I said, "Well." I've seen God do amazing things. You guys know I'm a Christian and I've seen God heal all kinds of people. <laughs> and these guys are just like, they're freaking out. And I go, so can I, can I pray for you? And he's like, Oh yeah, man. like Sure. Cause I just got, like I told you before, I just got back from Africa. When we were in Africa, we saw a guy uh, got healed at HIV AIDS. When we were in Africa confirmed by the doctor, it was amazing. So I told him that testimony and these guys are just like, you know, they don't know what to do with it. So I prayed for the guy in the back backseat his knee gets touched and healed and he like it just these it just freaked these guys right out like just completely freaked them out and they had an encounter with god there you know that day in the car in the midst of you know doing drugs and god came and touched them and his power and his love just came and you know a seed got planted and these guys got touched and it was so absolutely amazing and, uh, you know, the guy was like crying. There's tears coming down his eyes. He's like, my grandma goes to church and, you know, maybe I need to go there more to church. And I'm like, yeah, that might be a good idea, bro. And, uh, you know, the one guy, he kind of just, you know, he mocked me the whole time until, um, I'd actually started talking to him about some business ideas. Cause I, at the time I had a, I had a website business. I did some website stuff. And, um, and so I was been talking to him about that. And for whatever reason that unlocked something in him and he began to ask me questions. And, uh, you know, did I have all the answers? I didn't, but I was able to give him something and it just, but it just opened up his heart and I was able to just speak life into him and declare things. And because, you know, there's, there's a reason that there's a hole they're trying to fill by smoking that stuff and it can only be filled by God. And so these guys had an encounter that day with Jesus. And, uh, and it was really, it was really amazing because they got, they, they truly got touched in that, in that moment. And, uh, and so that was really, it was awesome.
0: Yeah, I'm starting to see a pattern here. I'm just throwing that out at you with (laughs) people using substances. But anyway, we are up against our first break, and we're actually long on this segment. That was a great story. Thank you so much for sharing that. And when we come back, we're going to hear more about Ty and his background and experience. So keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast back in a minute. Hey, everyone. Million here. We would like to welcome Audible as a sponsor to this podcast and for you, the listeners of the Heal the Sick podcast. Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash million. M-I-L-L-I-A-N, you know how to spell it. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash million for your free audiobook. All right, listeners, back on the Heal the Sick podcast. Again, Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. You know that already. Anyway, check the website when you get a chance at dominionfire.com, and please subscribe not only to the podcast on iTunes and uh, five-star rating. Give us a good review because it gets us higher up in the rankings if you're an iTunes user. And uh, you know the world needs to hear this message, so we need to get it out there as much as we can. And on youtube.com forward slash Dominion Fire Church, I need you also to subscribe. Smash those thumbs up buttons that are on all the videos same idea because the more we do that the higher up we go in the rankings the more people hear this message and we're taking over that's how we're going to do it all right we're going viral guys i need you so check it all out and if you ever get stuck everything's at dominionfire.com as well as all our social media contacts again joining us by uh, phone today edmonton alberta canada Tie couples in the house evangelist awaken the nations great having you here <laughs> so much so much fun listening to those stories in the first segment and now I want to hear about you. So let's hear your background, experience, your testimony, whatever you feel like sharing with us today.
1: Awesome. Well, I'm just glad to be here again, guys. Hopefully you're having fun listening. And, uh, you know, one of the, one of our values, you know, core values for ministry is you got to have fun. <laughs> Cause if you're not having fun, you know, you may as well go deliver pizza or something. Right. So yeah, a little bit about myself again, my name is Ty Copel, and uh, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, the great white North. I'm a polar bear in the wintertime, you know, it's uh yeah it's awesome so um yeah we come i grew up in a non-christian home and uh i got saved you know in my in my late teens and friends who were uh who were christians and they really you know, really influenced me and um because i growing up just in a broken home my parents were divorced and uh and so you know that just through that you know i was just depressed and mean and, um did all kinds of you know crazy stuff and and in life and, and, uh, many times that I should have been dead and God intervened on my behalf. And, and, uh, and so, you know, I, I, I had no choice. It was either, you know, Jesus jail or I was going to be dead. And, uh, and so I chose Jesus. Clear, a good, clear choice on that one. Yes. I like it. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. And, uh, and so it's been awesome. And, uh, you know, we just, I, I, you know, after giving my life to the Lord, I, I, uh, you know, I made some really good choices. I moved to Edmonton and that's where I met my wife and, uh, you know, we got married and, and went to a Bible school um, in uh, in Abbotsford, BC and our lives got totally rocked and transformed because during that time we became interns uh, with that same ministry and uh, Worldwide Revival broke out during that time and uh, we got to go and be a part of that in Florida and our lives just got rocked, just transformed and we saw God move and and, uh, you know, we've seen some stuff before, and, and we knew the God, the God of the Bible was was still real, and he was still moving, and and he was still alive, and it wasn't just, you know, boring dead religion sitting in a pew and, um you know, just doing that for the rest of your life, right? Like, we got to see people come out of wheelchairs, and tumors fall off of people, and God just, you know, salvations, and it was awesome. And uh, so, yeah, you know, we have took that fire and, and that revival fire that we got from there, and uh, we started our ministry you know, called Awaken the Nations, and, uh, you know, we've been to Africa, and uh, we've been to Peru, and my wife, my wife's been to Ethiopia and stuff like that. Uh, she's also in Costa Rica, um, you know, doing some different stuff there as well, and um, so yeah, it was, it's just been amazing what God's, what God's done, and, uh, you know, our heart is just, is revival, you know, evangelism, missions, uh, discipleship, and just seeing people raised up and, and, uh, you know, taught how to do this stuff you know, how to do the stuff on the streets and um, you know, in their homes and businesses. And because, you know, who knows, we've, we've probably all, most of you guys have probably heard uh, from Bob Jones, um, the, the, the prophecy about the billion soul harvest. And, uh, you know, you can't just have like Reinhard Bonnke, Benny Hinn, you know, Todd Bentley or whoever, you know, bringing in a billion souls. The math doesn't just add up for three guys to do that. Now, given Reinhard Bonnke, you know, I think there's like 55 million decisions for Jesus right there alone. But math doesn't add up for those three guys just to do it all on their own. We all have a part to play. And so, you know, whether you're a housewife or whether you're an accountant, whether you're, you know, a student in high school or university or whatever, we all have a part to play. And um, and I just believe that we need to be trained and equipped because most people, you know, they they believe in – Hey, we want to see souls saved. We love seeing souls saved. But then it's like, well, how do we do it? And, uh, and that's part of our heart is to be able to see people equipped to do that. And uh, so we, you know, we do schools and uh, take people on the streets and just um, equip them for the work of ministry to see souls saved
0: and healed and set free and all that stuff. So what was the actual catalyst for you starting the Awaken the Nation ministry itself? So
1: my daughter was born on 11-11-11. And, uh, when my wife was pregnant, we, you know, we go through those, those ultrasounds and, uh, the, our first pregnancy, we lost the baby. And so because of that, they, uh, they did early ultrasounds. And so she had, uh, she had the first one, um, I might be wrong, but I think it was six or eight weeks, like, you know, into the pregnancy. So really early. And, um, and so when, when the, um, when the due date, the projected due date came up on the ultrasound screen, because you can see that. And I knew it was a possibility already, but it came up on the screen that said 11, 11, 11. And I'm like, that's mine. i am taking that. I don't care. This baby is coming on 11, 11, 11. God is speaking to me. And so I saw John. I saw John 11, 11 in the Bible. There it's Jesus. You know, he's with the disciples. Lazarus had died. And they're going. And Jesus said, we go, that we may awake Lazarus. And so God began to speak to me about awakening and um, my daughter became a promise to me in my life that I would see another great awakening happen
0: in Canada and in the nations. And so that's where Awaken the Nations came from. Oh, how cool. So what is now the future of Awaken the Nations now that you kind of have this established and in kind of in operation? Where are you going with this?
1: Yeah, well, we just want to continue to, uh, you know, to be able to go to the nations, obviously go to different places. Um, you know, we love Africa. You know, if you've ever been to Africa, you know, if you haven't been, you need to go. It's just one of those amazing experiences in life and it kind of just gets in you. Um and also, you know, we love South America and um of course we love Canada and America, um, even though you know I've only been to America itself a handful of times, but um, you know, we love Canada, obviously, and uh part of our logo for Awakening Nations is the uh, Canadian Maple Leaf. And so we want to, you know, be able to do that more and, uh, you know, see that kind of stuff happen, going to the nations, seeing school, you know, schools and ministry established, you know, nations being discipled and, um, and just people raised up to, to do the stuff, just to, you know, to see miracles happen, you know, through their hands in their daily lives. Um, Like I said before, whether you're a mom, stay at home mom, or, you know, an accountant or whatever the case is, but, you know, you can, You can pray for the sick. You can see people healed. You can lead people to Jesus in your sphere of influence. And so we just want to see Awaken the Nations grow more in that. And, uh, you know, like it would be awesome to see some online schools, you know, things like that so people can access it 24-7, you know, all around the world
0: anytime, day or night. So that's the kind of stuff we'd like to see more. Of. When we were doing the pre-show earlier, someone brought up a question, which I thought is great because as you're doing this ministry and you're traveling all around the world, you encounter Christians of different backgrounds, different denominations, and so on and so forth. How do you kind of bring it all together in unity with all these different people? How do you preach a message where it sort of touches everyone in an equal way? Part of
1: that, you got to know who you are, first and foremost. So, you know, who, what what are you called to what are you called to do? Who, who, you know, who are you called to go to? And, um, and so that's, that's first and foremost, because you're always going to have, you know, probably someone or someone along the way that doesn't like, you know, what you're saying. And, um, but if you know, you know, if you know who you are, what you're called to, what your message is, um, then that makes that a little bit easier to deal with. And I think, um, you know, as far as, as far as unity goes, it's just, we have to focus on the main thing. What's the main thing? The main thing is Jesus. And um, and, and to see people come to know him, come into a relationship with him, you know, give their lives to him, you know, let the gospel transform their lives. And, uh, you know, to become, you know, have life and life more abundantly. And um, if we can keep those main things kind of the main things, some of those other, um, you know, secondary issues, if you want to say, will sort of come to pass. Um, and uh, I think that's, that's what we need to do, is just focus on the main thing. And at the same time, not be afraid to preach your message. You know, it talks about, it talks about in the Bible how in uh, Matthew 9 there, I believe it is, you know, how Jesus went about preaching and teaching in their synagogues and healing all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of diseases. And um, I believe that's, that's what we're called to do. Um, it's part of our mandate in the in the nations. And, uh, you know, sometimes when that happens, it rubs people the wrong way. When God starts to move in power and, you know, people are getting healed or delivered or whatever. And, um, it just, for whatever reason, it strikes, you know, people can't get, get their shorts in a knot, so to speak. And, uh, and to be honest, you can't, you, you almost can't be worried about that kind of stuff at times. And, um, and so, you just got to keep the main thing, the main thing, and uh, be able to focus on your message, what God's called you to do, and uh, and He's going to bring people alongside of you to help you in that. And there's going to be other people to be able to, um, you know, you might not even yourself speak directly to someone from another denomination, but maybe someone else in your, you know, in your core group or your core circle might be able to speak to them in a way that you can't. It's going to show them, hey, you know, this is. This is biblical. This is, (laughs) you know, this is good kind of thing. So, hopefully, that makes sense. Awesome.
0: All right, listeners, there you have it. When we come back, we're going to do our teaching time and our prayer time. So, keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast, and we'll be right back in a moment. Hey, everyone. Million here. We would like to welcome Audible as a sponsor to this podcast and for you, the listeners of the Heal the Sick podcast. Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30 day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash million. M-I-L-L-I-A-N, you know how to spell it. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash million for your free audiobook. Our listeners back. On the Heal the Sick podcast, third segment is upon us, which is where it gets real interesting. We have our lesson time and our prayer time and all that good stuff coming with our guest today, Ty Copel from Canada, up north. Gotta love that. So, uh, Ty, what's what's on your heart to share with our audience today?
1: Yeah, well, hey, guys, thank you so much for listening. And uh, it's such an honor to be able to be with you guys today and just to share my heart and uh, it's just, yeah, I love this, you know, it's so awesome just to hang out and, and, uh, and be together. And so I think the main thing I'd like to share with you is, you know, we're sometimes we, we get this impression or this idea that, um, you know, praying for the sick or, you know, even leading people to Jesus, we get this crazy idea that it's just for the person with a microphone, the man or woman of God. And, uh, and, and this is going to be really simple, but I would just encourage you that it's, that's just a straight-up lie. <laughs> From the pit of hell, it's a straight-up lie. We're all called, you know, to do the work of ministry. We're all called to be evangelists. We're all called to lay, you know, to lay hands on the sick and see them recovered. And um, that's a promise to us. And, you know, as you know, Jesus said in uh, in Matthew 10, you know, as you go, preach the kingdom of heaven as a hand, heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast the devils, freely receive, freely you give. And uh, we've all freely receive something, you know, in our salvation. And I just believe that we get to, as Christians, a part of the normal Christian life, you know, everyday Christianity, we get to share the gospel with people. We get to, you know, heal the sick. We get to give prophetic words. We get to, you know, encourage people that are, you know, are in dark situations. And so, you know, whether I, I've said it a few times, I sound like a bit of a broken record, whether you're house mom or whether you're, you know, I, I stay home, you guys, with my kids and I and I watch my kids during the day and, you know, sometimes you need babysitters and stuff like that if I go places. But, you know, I watch my kids. I know what it's like. I'm a stay-at-home dad. And, uh, you know, it's easy. You go, go grocery shopping and you got the grocery list and it's like, hey, hey, God, I'm in this grocery store for the next, you know, hour. Part of, part of the duty is, you know, to, uh, you know, kind of avert any meltdowns from the toddlers. But, hey, I know that, you know, there's someone in that grocery store that you're going to want to speak to. And, uh, you know, you can write out and say, hey, you know, who is it, God? Is it a woman? Is it a man? You know, Okay, okay, it's a woman. What's, what's her name, God? Because you can ask questions. So if you get start getting these words of knowledge and you know it's a woman you're supposed to talk to, you say, okay, God, it's a woman. So what's her name? Okay, her name is Marilyn. Awesome. Lord, how old is she? She's fifty three. Okay. All right, well Lord, what's what's she gonna be wearing? Uh well she's gonna have blue blazer on and you know, gray slacks and you know, black shoes. Okay, well, you know, she have glasses. No, she doesn't have glasses, okay? Well, uh she's gonna have white earrings, okay? So, you know, you can write all these clues down, these 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 uh words and knowledge. And when you go to the grocery store and you find Marilyn who's fifty three and has all these you know, all these, these, uh, these clues that it's her, you can show her. Hey, I wrote this down like at 10 o'clock this morning. Now it's one o'clock in the afternoon. I'm grocery shopping and God has something for you. And, uh, Oh, you know, Marilyn's knee is, she has a bad knee. Well, Marilyn, can I pray for your knee? Cause I just believe God wants to touch you. God, friends, God's not going to give you all those, all those words of knowledge, all those clues, and then not heal Marilyn. It's impossible. If God gives you if you get all those words of knowledge, I guarantee you it's God's I know it's that's God's will to see her healed. Amen. And uh and so you know, we pray for her and it's and it's really it's that simple. And uh you know, if she doesn't know Jesus, then you can lead her to the Lord. But um this th- we're all we're all leaders, friends, we're all leaders. And if I can tell you this, leadership is leadership is really simple. Leadership is this, it's influence. And it's really, it's that simple. Leadership is influence. And so I would just encourage you that, uh, you can do this stuff, that you can see the sick heal, that you can, you can share the gospel with people. It's not just for the man or woman of God or the person with the microphone, but you can do it because we're all called to do it. And, uh, you know, you might not stand on the platform, you know, in Africa in front of 50,000 people, but you have influence with the ladies you go for coffee with, you know, with the other moms and moms group with your family, with your, you know, your relatives, you have influence. You're a leader in, in those areas in your life. You have influence. If you're a boss, you know, if you own a company and uh, you know, you're the guy signing the paycheck, my friend, you have influence. And so <clears throat> I would just really simply just, you know, we're all called to do this thing, this lifestyle, of Christianity, this every day, you know, we get to, you know, preach and share the gospel and, and uh, you know, yes, I get to do this for a living and uh, I'm blessed. It's awesome. You know, uh, it's the best job in the world. I've had a few besides raising my kids. (laughs) This is absolutely amazing. And so, um, I would just, I would just really encourage you in that, that you can, that you can do it. There's lots of resources out there, you know, on the internet, um, in different places where you can get equipped and, uh, you know, set, you know, get trained up and, and sent out. And listen, if you're, you know, maybe you're even a pastor and you're like, hi, you know, I love what you're saying. I, I, you know, I, I, I want to see this. I want to see this in my church. I want to see it in my life. You know, uh, we're going to give some contact information here at the end and you can get a hold of me. And maybe, we, you know, we could just even do something Skype or we can, you know, maybe you could have me in. We can come and teach and, and, uh, you know, get your people, uh, set on fire for this kind of stuff to see God move because we all need to work together.
0: Amen. And, uh, well, amen that one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so speaking of the contact info, where can people find you? So Facebook,
1: Instagram, Twitter, it's all really simple. Ty, Ty, Koppel, K-O-P-P-E-L. And, uh, you can find me on there. Uh, we have a website. It's called awakenthenations.ca. And, uh, it's a bit of a work in progress. I have a testimony up there. I was on the Miracle channel, uh, up here in Canada and, uh, videotaped my testimony. So that's on there. And, uh, you can get a hold of us that way as well. You can email info at AwakenTheNations.ca
0: And if the listeners, you can, for whatever reason, track him down or can't find him, make sure you email us here at DominionFireChurch at gmail.com and I'll make sure you get in contact. So we are at the end of our program and our finale is always our prayer time. So what I'd like to ask you to do is if you'll please pray for our audience and along the way, if you get any anything supernatural, by all means, let it rip. So at this point, please pray for our audience and take us to an amen, please. Wow. So Jesus, I just thank you. Right now, for every person that's
1: listening to this podcast right now, and I thank you for each and every one of them, Lord God, and I just pray that uh you would just begin to light a fire deep down inside of them, Lord God, just for souls to see souls come into the kingdom of heaven, God, that you'd just uh you know you'd even get to uh just a supernatural uh like burden and compassion to see souls come into the kingdom Lord God, that uh people would begin to raise up and become laborers, Lord God, sent out into the harvest field, Lord. And uh, you just begin to light that fire within them, Lord God. And that they can be, uh, you know, they can be leaders of, in influence in every area of their life. And so, Lord, we just thank you for that. And God, I just thank you that you would, um, that you, yeah, that you just begin to set them free, Lord God, of any condemnation, of any kind of, uh, you know, that, that says that they have to do this. They have to perform. And uh, we just break that performance mentality off right now in jesus name and so lord i thank you uh you know as i was as i was uh talking to million lord i i really felt that there were people uh or that there was someone that had uh gallstone issues and so lord we just speak to those gallstones and i just command them to be healed right now in jesus name Lord, that your fire would burn them up right now in jesus name and lord i just uh i also see some uh, uh digestive issues uh with the stomach and more i speak to those digestive issues and i just command them to go now in jesus name the digestive system will begin to work as it was intended to by our heavenly father the way that you designed it that would come into alignment with the kingdom of heaven in jesus name and i thank you also i just see i see people that are having a hard time uh not sleeping like there's anxiety in your life and you know you there's like fear and you know, worry and the whole thing. And so I speak to that fear. I speak to that anxiety and I command it to go now in Jesus name. I break it off right now. And I just say, sleep, come, rest, come in Jesus name. According to Psalm 127, it says, you give your beloved rest. And that, that person, those, those people uh, are your beloved Lord. And so we just command rest to come right now. Peace to come right now in Jesus name.
0: Amen. Amen, listeners. And as always, make sure you visit our website at dominionfire.com. Email us at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com. On Twitter, at HealingMinister, facebook.com forward slash dominion fire as well as youtube.com forward slash dominion fire church if you're on itunes please leave five star a five star review for us as well as comments get us higher up in the rankings on youtube smash that like button and the subscribe button get us up there and let's get this message out and take over the world with this yeah you know what i'm saying let's do this guys so thank you for listening as always and for hanging out with us here on the holistic podcast we will see you next time and as we always say here at our ministry boom goes yeshua we'll see you next time